How do I sound? Pretty good. Can we just go with the harmonized intro? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're doing the edit, so you can cut oh. out however much of this you want to. <laughs> you know how lazy I am. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going pretty zippity doo I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I was just trying to think of a word that wasn't good or yeah. okay. <laughs> Exceptionally adequate. What was, what was the, the nerd uh, character, whatever he said in the, the video? It's like, oh, oh this I'm is sufficiently this is recuperated. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was the line. Yeah. Um, callbacks. That's, that's what we're here for. Hey, guys, we want to talk about the debut of our new video. <laughs> World what if we premiere. Just, we had a reaction video for our own thing. <laughs> I, I fucking hate reaction videos in general, but it's even worse where it's like, I'm going to check out my own stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, a little bit cringe, the one, friend. The one time I've seen that like really work and I kind of enjoyed it was... um. I don't really watch uh, Hearthstone anymore, but if people are playing like online card games or something like that, a lot mm-hmm. of times when there's a new expansion, they'll do a ranking video where they go over like all of the shown cards and they're like, this is probably going to be really good because blah, 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 blah. This is trash because blah, blah, blah. And then they come back and they re-review. I think uh, Trump, no affiliation to the politician as far as I know, does this where he'll re-review his old video and he's just like, I was so dumb. <laughs> like, there's no, this is all garbage. Why do you guys listen to me? <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny. I appreciate it. I do enjoy a good theory craft, but I don't, I'm not enough in any given game mm-hmm. to really have an accurate guess. Cause right. like, I can look at like the new sets of magic and like, these cards are cool. This would be good for my one singular deck. But outside of that, I'm not thinking like current meta. We have these three sets in. Okay. This one probably really good because I can synergize with this. Uh This be really common because people are running these decks. Stuff like that. I'm not. I'm so far out of math scene. Yeah. There's numbers flying around. I think um, the closest I've gotten was probably for Dota. And nowhere near what obviously the peak is, which is Purge. In his nine-hour-long patch analysis videos, <laughs> but um, I think one one time I put a lot of time into it, and I got upset because other people were skipping ahead on in the patch to like characters they cared about. And I'm yep. like, I'm just gonna leave channel and go back to looking. It is fun though to have like a, a patch note sesh with the boys, because mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, okay, that might affect some things, or I don't really play him. Yeah, or you find something like, oh, maybe we could abuse that. Mm-hmm. Like, did we tell you about the blade mail patch? I don't think so. I forget which patch it was. It was a couple of minor patches ago, but they introduced a rework to blade mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing they fucked up on it though is it stacked. So we tried it out in a game, and we like everybody just got like six blade mails. We'd have a team fight. They'd right click us once and fucking die <laughs> 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 because it's like it returns a certain amount of flat damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you activate it, it does that, but also returns 
all incoming or 80% of incoming damage. Right. Mm -hmm. But you just stack multiple effects on there per character. Jeez. Um, And I don't know if the enemy team figured it out until like way late when they Mm might have like picked up a blade mail on like a strength character because it's part of their build. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're like, why does the support have fucking six playthings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, they they stacked on the individual. You could activate multiples of them? Yes. So oh, you could be returning okay. like okay. 600% damage. <laughs> and the person's like, why am I dead? I thought you were just like actually piling together, which I was like, I think that always worked. Yeah, it, it is literally... It lasted one game before they figured it out and patched. I think they like put up a patch while we were in our game. Mm-hmm. So once our game finished, they're like, you got to update the game client. We're like, wow, they found <laughs> that shit quick. Yeah. Good time. That's too. ridiculous. No. I think it's fun. It's fun to collaborative, collaboratively go over some of that stuff in TheoryCraft. Um, it, it, it's good to have interests. One of our interests is video games, which we periodically what? talk about. <laughs> right? <laughs> but not all the time. Um Recent examples. <laughs> uh, everything, I guess. No, well, Dota, Dota is a video game. That counts. Um, but to segue, uh, video games aren't always good. <laughs> I, I, I referenced the segue just to see Dave recoil in pain. This is the equivalent of real life I mean, blade I, mail. I made an active decision to like, <laughs> I'm going to leave him here for a minute uh-huh. and let him do whatever. And it's just, it's interesting to watch. Yeah. I, I think it would just be a descent into insanity if there wasn't somebody to like reel me back in. Like if you had a solo podcast, <laughs> you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be pretty crazy. It would not be nearly as interesting. I can okay, call good. that now. <laughs> right. yeah. now. I'm glad I got you here after three years before you were just like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to this podcast, which we started on a whim. I made a joke and Dave's like, do it. <laughs> That's how I've actually gotten into most three ways. Hmm. (laughs) They're like, you won't. (laughs) Bet you won't have a three way. (laughs) (laughs) Things happen by dares. (laughs) That's how the American economy moves along. (laughs) My car's broken. Bet you won't pick me up for work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the airport. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway, uh, today's topic is labeled as broken succession Mm, Uh, so we were kind of discussing this ahead of time like we do with most episodes the ones that we don't discuss ahead of time are blatantly (laughs) obvious Uh, (laughs) but this is kind of like we wanted to initially call this um like failed sequels Mm -hmm, yeah where you have like a game in a franchise you're like oh it's the next edition of this and it's oh they kind of shit the bed yeah mm-hmm. uh, but there's sometimes games that just come out where it's just changed the series so much or like it's just never coming back whether or not it's the right. fault of like the sequel itself maybe the franchise is just dead um so we're going to take a look at some of those and maybe offer some suggestions for where they could have turned mm-hmm. if we we're a fan of the series or just i don't fucking care about that game and they deserve to die <laughs> right <laughs> As we know, Dave is an armchair game developer. My chair actually has no arms. It is a folding chair. Legit, I could not do that. Like, (laughs) I need some degree of elbow support. Mm -hmm. I would just cross my arms a lot if I didn't have armrests, I think. Right. Huh. 
I used to do that, like lean against things. I don't know if I crossed my arms. Probably. Yeah. That was weird. Weird time in the life. First game on the list is Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> uh, I This is a good one to kick it off with because I think most people have at least heard of the Metal Gear series and probably survived too, right? Yeah. Uh, this was... I mean, we've mentioned it before. It's a classic example of... Um, I would argue that the Metal Gear series is pretty popular, well-received, and the entries yeah. have been good. Mm-hmm. I haven't played all of them, but the ones I have, I've enjoyed. Revengeance, particularly good. Received uh, really well. Weird spin-off. <laughs> the first one I played was three. So that was where all my nostalgia lay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like the weird, dumb things you could do in it. It was just fun. Uh, but Metal Gear Survive really changed it up in that it wasn't like a stealth espionage doing some janky stuff and right. going through like a really obtuse but entertaining storyline mm-hmm. this is like a hey defend yourself from zombies uh, yeah and they took some metal gear assets from i think mgs5 mm-hmm. and the I, last mgs game <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the way um they had a falling out konami and kojima yeah um but I mean, fuck Konami. So mm-hmm. Kojima went out, made Kojima Productions, invented a new genre of strand type games. I can't, I can't shit talk it <laughs> too much. I, <laughs> I'm not even it. saying it's bad. I haven't, I haven't played Death Stranding. I just, I'm just embracing the joke. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, regardless of, I mean, the the series should have stopped after five, right? Like five didn't even get fully made we've never had an episode on five but maybe we will someday um but uh spoilers not spoilers <laughs> the game isn't really complete like there's literally incomplete content and in like on the disc yeah. for stuff they never got to and it's really disrespectful to the franchise to come off of that and be like all right now that the creator is out of the picture and he's off doing his own thing let's make the next entry in the series and we'll make it a cash grab. Yeah. But like Jake said, it wasn't necessarily like a next, another entry in the series because it didn't mm-hmm. have any of the canonical characters. It was literally just you defending against waves of zombies. Um, and you get resources and stab them in their the head, which is their weak spot or something. Right. You can watch footage of it on YouTube. Um, people shit talk it a lot. And also, notoriously, it had paid save slots. Yeah. Which, I mean, most games go with the model of three or more, <laughs> uh-huh. but they've never fucking charged for them. Because so, it doesn't make any sense. No, right? it, it like, really doesn't. You're just like, we're going to make a new file on your hard drive and you're going to pay us money for it. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, no one, no one should accept that. No. Um, so no. it's just such a, a blasphemous a twist from what originally was mm-hmm. and it's just i'm sad to see, see the series go in that way like you said mm-hmm. i kind of wish they would have just stopped after five five had some cool things and enjoyed playing it it was definitely yeah. a little bit different but leave it be right yeah it's like for i haven't played most of mgs but um I played Revengeance, obviously. I played five. And I've seen, you know, a fair amount of gameplay and, and including some uh, joke compilations of clips from previous games. 
And like, I get the impression that four was really where a lot of people think the series peaked and it had a lot of resolution and, um, I mean, some jokes that there's like a lot of cutscenes and things like that, but it's clear that there was a lot of personal investment on like Kojima's part into the development of the story and where, where it was all heading. And yeah, to just introduce another game right afterwards that has nothing to do with it, steals the name. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like they just stole the name from more sales. Um, they should have just stuck to Plinko machines. That's <laughs> basically what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's funny here is this isn't even just the only Konami entry on the list. Um yeah, I, I, I added this to see what other what other ones were there. On the eleventh hour here, but Silent Hills, um Silent Hills PT is the uh one of the broken succession entries here. Because this was a game that never actually got created. We just had the playable teaser. But it is Konami which means it'll probably never come out in a good capacity. <laughs> no. Um, that's something I think we talked about at least once before briefly. We I never played it because I am a coward. I cannot do spoopy stuff. And if I do, I am white knuckling the whole way. But it was really interesting to see. But then it fucking disappeared. And now like yeah. a few PlayStations that still have it installed are being sold and touted as, hey, Still has PT on it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it would, yeah, would have been nice to see where that fucking went because it was Guillermo and Hideo, mm-hmm. uh, and they know what they're doing as far as their space. Yeah. So if only yeah. they'd call. Co- oh wait, they did in Death Strand <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but not, not right. in the same way. So what you're saying is fan theory: Death Stranding is actually just Silent Hills PT, but fully developed. <laughs> Yes, but less less spooky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is an example. The reason it's on the list isn't because the PT was bad in this case. It was just, this was the this was the progenitor of the end for Silent Hill. The fact that a game could get this much critical, a teaser could get this much critical coverage. Like, it was really graphically impressive. It was disturbingly scary. It was a return to, like, actual horror um and everybody i like that i saw talk about it was like this is really good and then the game never got made i don't think you can get more of an indicator that it's dead than that where it's like here's the sample product and then like everyone runs by and grabs it off the table and you're like not making that anymore if you guys are just gonna even take it to like love it so much you know i hate making money <laughs> right yeah, that's, that's it's it thing. sucks to see like projects like that die that are promising. Mm-hmm. I know we've also talked a bit about uh, StarCraft Ghost before. Yeah. Now, I know it was. I don't want to say promising. I think people were looking forward to it for what it possibly could have been, mm-hmm. but they tried to like jam way too much stuff into it. Shitty development structure as far as how they're going about yeah. and what they want to put in. Um, so it just kind of fell off and then never got made. Mm-hmm. but that was one of those things i remember as a kid i'm like this thing's gonna come out in the future it's gonna blow my fucking mind right like, like do you remember being a kid and thinking like they're never gonna make it diablo 3 that'd be too cool yeah and they fucking right. did and you're like what oh <laughs> and it was like just kind of it had that like blizzard polish on it you're like mm, this isn't the same 
I like that you said whoa. You just changed the emphasis. Like you did say the word whoa. <laughs> you just changed the emphasis on the the O to show disappointment. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice touch. Yeah, I mean like StarCraft Ghosts, it, it doesn't really break the succession of StarCraft, but at the same time, I mean there was this is sem- somewhat related, I guess, the recent announcement that they're stopping development on StarCraft 2. Um outside of just like balance patches they're not making new content for it anymore uh i guess it kind of doesn't count for broken succession because they were developing that game for like forever and they released like co-op commanders for yeah. a decade you know they, they did a lot of content for that um i don't know where that's gonna end up i'm gonna assume there's gonna be more starcraft content given that it's i mean it's, it's a popular ip in the same way i still think they're gonna do more things with warcraft whether mm. it's just in the world of Warcraft universe, sure. Um, mm. But like those IPs are so fucking. Everybody knows it. Mm. Yeah, it would. It's financially irresponsible to just straight up drop this. But I thought it was financially irresponsible to drop Silent Hill and to butcher the MGS franchise. But what do I know? <laughs> um, if only you were a AAA develop. Uh, sorry, AAA publisher. Yeah, then you'd see the light. Yeah, some uh, of these some of these titles uh, have that AAA publisher uh, energy and vibe. Um, guessing, guessing. Go ahead. Yeah, I have. I may actually say Spore oh. for this one, which is uh, so Spore was made by Maxis, who were basically the creators of all of the Sim games, <laughs> like The Sims, Sim Farm, <laughs> Sim Life, all of that stuff. All those CDs you saw in Walmart. Um, <laughs> and uh, Spore was supposed to be real good, and there was a real a ton of hype for it. Like, oh yeah, that was huge in my high school days. Mm-hmm. The one friend who could like have it on their computer, like, whoa, yeah. This one's interesting because like most of the things here are sequels or something like that. Because in order for there to be succession, you need multiple games. But I threw it on the list just because I was. I think that it was disappointing enough to ensure it never had children and <laughs> to use our analogy, right? Like there was no follow-up chance for Spore because people were just kind of disappointed after all the hype. Um, and it's like, I, I guess we haven't really talked about what the games would have looked like if we wanted them to be good. But like in Spore's case, they just, the game stopped being fun once you were done with the cell life stage <laughs> and there was so much more of the game left to go um i mean that kind of feels like the classic example of hey we have a good idea for a thing mm-hmm. we've run out of ideas uh to the narrow hallway with you sir <laughs> right and it kind of just it narrows down that oh i i have the possibility to do anything and be creative and explore mm-hmm. and it's just like and we ran out of ideas for like what we can let you do so you have to do this now here you um, go. Eat your peas, son. It's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess just I don't know. not that. It feels mm-hmm. better in like in any type of game to have the progression where you feel like you're advancing, right? Like with MGS Five, you're like, oh, I now have the hand of Jehudi. Let's mm-hmm. find some dumb ways to use this. Yeah. Um. So you like wormhole Fulton. Yeah. Like you're just looking for like fun shit to do. Yeah. Um, and exploring your possibilities. But anytime you get railroaded into just a single line of like, you got to do this now. 
whether mm-hmm. that's like, hey, here's a forced cutscene, or you have to play exactly this way. You're like, ah, cutting. Yeah. I really I think, put the brakes on it for me in any genre. I think back to like, I for MGS, Dunkey's video on it. And basically every scene in that video is a sign of why that game was so good. And the fact that that can't be brought over into Survive is a sign that that game is so bad. <laughs> like, it's just like all of the meaningful interactions with just playing around with people, confusing people, screwing with the environment, like sledding down a hill in a box. These, this is this is content, Dave. This and is also content. literally Dead Rising. Uh-huh. Dead Rising fucking did it first. Yeah, and it was really popular for that because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, here's your classic spin on zombies. Um, fuck around a whole bunch. Yeah, because everyone's had that. In the same way that like lava games were so nostalgic and fun, you're like, imagine a possibility where you just can't touch the floor. Let's explore right. that space. Um, it's like, hey, what if you were just trapped in a mall? What would you use as a weapon? In the same way, like everyone's had that thought of like, if the world were to end, what would I do? Would I fasten a knife to a loaf of bread? No, it'd make for a shitty handle. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. They they just could have done something in that space to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of those things where it's just you are fucking around, you get to fuck around with your friends or like show it off like, hey, wasn't this fun? Yeah. It doesn't need to necessarily be the gameplay loop. I don't know. I'm ranting now. It's it's fair. It's I'm fair. I'm in rant pose. Yeah. I mean I'm actually gonna interject for giving Dead Rising an, an honorable mention on this list. And that like Dead Rising probably should be a broken succession game by this point. The last one was Dead Rising 4, I believe. And it got like 74 on Metacritic, which is like pretty bad for a triple A game. It's technically good, but it just means you haven't done anything with it recently. Yeah. And like I don't think I played any of them after 2, and I felt like I pretty much had the full experience. <laughs> so that that's a sign that you got to like change your game up a little bit. But Capcom loves to do that. Capcom's just like, we're going to keep making games. Oh, Capcom also anything? loves to be like, hey, did you know we made Mega Man? We're like, <laughs> yeah. yes, holy shit. <laughs> they'll they'll pipe that into fucking everything. Uh, oh, by the way, order. Monster Hunter, which I've been playing a little bit again. Yeah. They have fucking like Mega Man sets you can get for like your Palico because it's an event because Capcom. Mm-hmm. There's almost definitely stuff from Devil May Cry in there too. They like yep. they love to cross pollinate across all their games. Um, I see Mega Man's on the list. Do you want to rant about uh, Mega Man Broken Succession? Because are are they actually done making Mega Man games? At this point, um, I haven't followed it in a bit. I think the last I heard about was X Eight, which was more of a return to like the old Mega Man series before the X series. Mm-hmm. Um, but my lines of Broken Succession were like X Six and X Seven. Because classic Mega Man, everyone knows, simple jump and shoot man. The X series added like dash boots and like some other cool things. And it was like you being a teenager versus being in middle school. Like, we're in mm-hmm. high school now. We got the cool armor and shit. And yeah. it was hype. And so as they did X1 through X5, it kind of kept true to that form. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added some mechs here and there. They added some other playable characters like Zero, which are really fun. Uh, but it's loosely still the same. Right. Then X6 <laughs> started doing some like really weird design choices, like adding in characters you had to save. But if you fucked up 
or if they died off screen, you could just never access them. And oh. then they gave you items to like help you progress. And just huh. bosses were weird. Like the whole play style felt different. And it was just, it sucked. It sucked a hu- yeah. huge pile of pee. Um, and then X7, I think they went into like a 3D approach. And that mm-hmm. was just fucking weird. Because sometimes it was first person. Other mm-hmm. times it was third person 3D. But That's it also okay. fucking sucked. <laughs> so like, I feel like... Sorry, good. I was just going to say, between that and Mighty Number no. 9, I don't know how they fucking lost the formula. I mean, I mm-hmm. know they're made by two different people. Um, right. But like classic Mega Man, like you can look at it and be like, oh, I understand what people enjoy about this. And you can make mm-hmm. something similar to it. Which is what people yeah. did in fucking. What is that game? I'm not going to be able to say. Blanking. While you're thinking about it, I'm going to jump into. To I'm just going to shout randomly. Later. Sorry. Once I no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, uh, I think that's I think that's fair. Like there's some games on this list where like significant formulaic changes. So like Mega Man's an interesting example because they went five games or what have you of, you know, gradual improvement probably not too many formula changes same core gameplay and then they came in with um these changes that actually screw it all up 20xx by the way okay gotcha gotcha um the weird thing to me is like when you have an established franchise that's as popular as this like changes are okay and if you have a bunch of games like capcom does and will never stop doing um change is necessary or else you just turn into like the situation where you're just releasing the same game. Right. You turn into a sports game, right? Um, and that's not an acceptable answer either. But like, do quality control or something. You know, throw throw the game at some testers. And if they're just like, no part of this is fun, maybe it's a bad idea. <laughs> but like so many other franchises have kind of only modified the formula slightly. Like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Those games are all the fucking same. They just kept like adding in like, here's a new series of Pokemon. And here's some other mechanics we've added. And it keeps mm-hmm. building on itself. Uh, yeah. Same with Animal Crossing. Right. That's pretty much the same fucking gameplay across all games. They just keep adding mm-hmm. more stuff. Right. And people still and like it for what it is because it hasn't changed. Yeah. The loop is intact and you're getting the same you know, positive reinforcement out of playing the game. It just looks better now. <laughs> it looks better. You might have like slightly more features or some things opened up, but I mean, I don't know. I I think that if you make dramatic changes to the formula, you've got to justify it. Like I've got, I've got a game on here that was another dramatic change formula type game. This is a big jump from animal crossing, but <laughs> animal crossing is not on the list. <laughs> At least that's no, just a comparison. Game. Good. I think animal crossing is still a pretty good game and I don't want to be killed by my closest friends. So thumbs up. <laughs> so I back away. <laughs> um, but I'm going to throw this one on here. I, I know a lot of my uh, friend base hasn't really played it, but uh, Warhammer 40 K Dawn of War three, which is kind of a mouthful. Uh, this game started out, Dawn of War was an RTS, like a strict RTS, kind of like Company of Heroes. Um, and number two was like a squad-based, still top-down. More tactical? Tactics, like XCOM yeah. type? Yeah, uh, pretty similar to XCOM, just real-time. Um, but uh, a lot of those things in play. And both of those genres were implemented like pretty strongly. 
I like the macro RTS a little bit more, but I play StarCraft. In co-op, at least. <laughs> and um, the squad-based stuff was really cool. There was some looting. Like, these both got really good reviews. So for the third game, they're like, hey, we're going to, like, rip off MOBAs. And it doesn't make any sense, Dave. <laughs> like, there's there's a lot of cool stuff in 40K, but, like, having hero-type units in basically lanes attacking towers <laughs> to, to eventually destroy the core <laughs> is like that's the description of of a MOBA and so, are you saying are it just didn't fit the universe or because like it's, blizzard yeah. did this with what was that shitty game that failed hots here's uh, of the storm <laughs> wow but i mean it's it's all around yeah here's of the storm right but like they did that and it fit for them right Mm -hmm. well i mean like i guess the core difference here is this was a game that was an rts and then it's kind of a strategy game and there's some overlap there but as soon as like so they removed a lot of the base building um from the rts part um and the heroes are designed to kind of just get stronger over time get more abilities things like that but what you started with was like these are armies clashing against each other or this is like a squad in enemy territory trying to like fight through for an objective and they got rid of like all of that motivation by stripping the game down the the main my main gripe is that the game wasn't fun and it reviewed okay like 70s i think from critics and players hated it like mostly negative on steam for a while so it sounds like your issue is the combination of the shitty gameplay. Because mm-hmm. like obviously if you do like a shitty MOBA, it's it becomes pretty obvious. Like we've seen yeah. some Chinese spin-offs of Dota Light type things. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the other part of it is because of Warhammer being Warhammer, it's about the fucking factions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about like the space marines fighting I can't think of another faction at the moment because I'm not as... Orcs, Eldar. Thank you. Chaos Chaos Space Marines. You could say Space space Marines. Marines. Yeah, Space Marines fighting Space Marines. Various Technically correct. Um, Yeah. But it's like these armies clashing where they have like these specific units. So to have Mm -hmm. just like, oh, my team's going to be Space Marine Jim and Orc Terry over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Battling it out to like destroy a circle on the other side of the map. It does feel kind of weird. Yeah. You literally would find yourself in situations where you controlled fewer impactful units than the squad-based game, which was kind of funny. Um, I don't know. I I love 40K, and I only got like a few missions into this game before I was like, someday I'm going to make a podcast episode. I'm going to rant about it. So check. I haven't really played any of the Total War series. I haven't played any War series in a long time. Hmm. Total um, War is pretty good. That one's actually different than this. This is Dawn of War. Understandable. Like a more <laughs> Total War style game for Warhammer. Yes. Oh my gosh. If I could get Warhammer 40k Total War, I'm just shaking my hands back and forth right Total now. Warhammer no one, no one, 40k. The name's right there. It's right there. Um, it'd be super amazing, and I would I'd pick it up, snap it up in a heartbeat, but. That's a good series. That doesn't belong on the list. Hmm, okay. This one this one definitely does though. 40k for some reason is just struggling real hard 
like Mechanus came out when I think that one was actually pretty good, but there's a lot of crappy 40k games. I still want to try that at some point. Yeah. If it's like on the cheap, just for the music. Mm-hmm. The music's actually really good. I think uh, very similar to XCOM. Um, is there is there another title on the list you'd like to transition to before I start talking about Mechanus? Oh, I'm just going to like shotgun out my next one that I okay. feel I need to. Perfect yeah. Dark Zero. Okay. Bro. Fucking Perfect Dark came out at like the golden times of GoldenEye and other early N64 <laughs> shooters. Yeah. Uh, but it had such a fucking style about it where you felt like cool and espionage and it had some sci-fi elements in there. And yeah. I just remember playing so much of that game with my cousin and being very bad at it outside of like the far sight because I like to cheat. <laughs> Um, perfectly legitimate weapon (laughs) yeah but when perfect dark zero came out on xbox i was initially excited i'm like oh no it's xbox 360 because like Mm. oh this game has now entered the future of gaming um and then it just reviewed so so poorly and i like watched some clips of him like this isn't it had a full-on identity crisis it did like a britney shaved head type thing I'm like, uh, I'm concerned um, about where this is going. And it just kind of dropped off. Yeah. That's really sad to hear because like, I, I didn't have an Xbox, so I didn't even follow up with the, the base game or the, the follow-up game. But like Perfect Dark for N64, I loved. Like there was this like, sci- like sci-fi, futuristic, dark future, dystopia, corporate nonsense going on. Like it felt in some ways like it would have fit into like the Deus Ex universe. Like it's got a lot of those vibes. The music was freaking great. The multiplayer basically single-handedly made GoldenEye pointless to play because they had a lot of the same levels because they were both made by Rare. (laughs) And, and, um, uh, but on top of that, they like had, uh, you could actually play co-op versus bots, which is something you could never do in GoldenEye. They, They actually used the expansion pack had the laptop gun uh good stuff yeah and it's it's disappointing i i haven't played a game like that really since perfect dark where it's just like the same type of deus ex is the closest i can get and it's an immersive sim where perfect dark was not it was still still shooter what if you had multiplayer maps of deus ex and then you got into dialogue options with your enemies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile a third anime was sneaking behind and chokes you out <laughs> right i'm just imagining it's like um human revolution or something where it's like you're in dialogue with another player and you're like i think this person's an alpha personality so i'm gonna hit this <laughs> and use the implant that like releases hormones or whatever to influence them <laughs> uh, that would have been good that that's how you make a game that ends up on this list <laughs> for the Deus Ex series. <laughs> it's just I understand when people sometimes want to shake up the formula because, mm-hmm. like, uh, it's good to add some spice into the mix because yeah. maybe it does need like a fresh twist. But if you look at something like uh, Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, ooh, yeah, I didn't grow up on that series, but I can tell you it did not review well. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, pretty much killed the series up until Smash, right? Where he finally had his re- recovery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Was there anything like yeah. that like you were really looking forward to? You're like, oh my god, they're making a sequel. I'm so fucking hyped. I love mm-hmm. this base series. I played all the games. They're coming out with a new one. And then you're just like, what happens? <laughs> I mean, even on this list, there's a couple things probably like that. Um, I I don't want to harp on it because I've already talked a lot about it. But Fallout 76 matches the closest for me because um, I love Fallout. I'm looking at the massive Fallout po- poster I have <laughs> right above <laughs> my uh, shelving. Is um, it one of the... Uh... Is it like the who's the boy from Fallout? Who's Vault, Vault Boy? Vault yeah. Boy. Is it yeah, a Vault Boy poster? It's it's Vault Boy with a thumbs up, some ghouls in the background, and it says "Surface Never Vault Forever." There you go. Um, it's also basically the way that I live in my apartment. Um, but these are the times for that. Um, to Fallout seventy six, though, I hope, and I, I would be kind of surprised if this legitimately kills the series. Um, but it really shows a lack of respect for what fans like about Fallout to the extent that it wouldn't surprise me if it signals the end unless they really learn from their mistakes. Um, it's like if you if you took out all of the main single player features that people actually cared about, if you took out role playing, if you took out NPC interactions, took out companions, if you took out all of that stuff you've been developing in Fallout. It's not Fallout anymore. <laughs> and yeah. But you can temporarily build a base for as long as the server's up. Yeah, or until you get kicked. <laughs> or you're you suffer a disconnection. Then you lose it all. You have too many items. We're going to ban you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah. There you, you can look up stuff on Fallout seventy six, but I'm really hoping Bethesda turns some of this stuff around. I, I honestly think they pushed their um, announcement of their other games just because of so much backlash to 76. Like, I don't think they really wanted to talk about Elder Scrolls. This is just fan theory. This is, this is my theory. But I don't think they want to talk about Elder Scrolls 6 like before they even really started working on it. I don't think they wanted to talk about their space game. I can't remember the name of. But much like um, the b- b- uh, Blizzard phone thing, the phone Diablo game where they're like, uh, overwatch too. <laughs> I think this is a similar deal. Like we're making other things. Forgive us for this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I could still see them being like, okay, that was a major fuck up. Let's just mm-hmm. make fallout five. Yeah. I mean, they should. Would you want, I guess more of like a fallout three or a fallout four. If they were to kind of continue the franchise. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this I could talk about this longer than I, I really should. I know, but, I know. It's, a, it's <laughs> but, a very dark hole to go down. It, 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 there's a lot there, but um, I mean, there, there's still different games because Fallout Three Bethesda Bethesda defies things, which means they make it more accessible, and that's not always a bad thing. But sometimes it dumbs down systems. I would love if they came in at like somewhere between New Vegas and Fallout Four. Like good gunplay, as opposed to really really bad modern gunplay, <laughs> but also meaningful interactions and role playing and stuff like that. Um, and seventy six had like neither of those things because it was online and and the the skill system was super weird. But I don't know, not technically dead yet, but they need to they need to uh, defib Fallout 
with an injection of actually having respect for what the series means. Maybe they'll have like Fallout 5, parentheses Skyrim. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout 5. It's just Skyrim real. with guns. Oh my gosh. That's I mean, the that's only how change. Fallout, that, that's how Fallout 4 was described, actually. A lot of people really? called it Skyrim with guns. Not Why? a really accurate thing, oh. but a great tagline in an article, right? I just um, like saying it, so that's fair. No, it's fun to say. Um, Let's see. What else we have on the list here? I see Dead Space 3. Um, did I add that? <laughs> I, I added did. that just because I know, uh, I think you and Dan were playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played some of the original Dead Space, um, but that's it. So I can't really comment as much. I can. <laughs> that's what I, I, was, I was trying to hand, hand one off for you to rant about a little bit. Um, this one's, I think, shorter than my Fallout rant, which I meant to be short. Dead Space was at its best, I think, in Dead Space 1 and, um, 1 and 2 for different reasons. 2 was co-op. And playing with a friend that you enjoy playing with is pretty much always better than literally not doing that, right? <laughs> like any game, no matter how crappy it can be. And if it's crappy enough, it actually gets better in co-op because you're experiencing that with somebody. Uh, can be made like that. Um, like... It can be made more enjoyable in co-op. Um, and Dead Space 1 was just super immersive. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're a slow mechanic who has to like stomp the yard to survive. <laughs> yeah. Dead Space 3 was the, the real issues, I think, where um, the story didn't really make any sense. And they tried to interject like personal drama. Um, when there's like macro life threatening forces at play, which is always kind of weird for me. You're just like, what about our relationship? And you're like, they're threatening the planet, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, But it was also the complete end of anything scary in dead space. Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's another series where they kind of just like said, Hey, we're a horror game. Mm-hmm. And then it became like very horror light. Yeah. I mean, I did you play any of the games past the first Amnesia? I only played the first. I or played you... the first and I think probably half of the second game. Yeah. Did it fall under that at all? Because um, the first was scary until I manned up and just started staring at things until I died. <laughs> what I liked about the first one is that it was scary initially because of like the suspense and not knowing, but then mm. it was like the story. Like there was a part later on in the game where you're, they're kind of describing like what the main character did before he lost, he forced himself to lose his memories because he yeah. didn't want to remember what he did. And it was mm. like some really fucked up stuff. I'm like, oh, this is just really a dark twist. So even me hearing about it mm. was scary and unsettling. Um, and the second one kind of went into like a weird morality existential stuff and it had a lot of like pig people yeah so this was machine for pigs machine for pigs the second one yeah and then the third one just like watching the trailer i'm like what the fuck is this yeah it doesn't look scary it's a different setting cool your pregnant Mm -hmm. lady okay maybe her baby's evil i don't know but like (laughs) even from like what i had watched of it it doesn't look scary until it's like hey something's chasing you it just seems like a a shitty puzzle game 
that is used to just kind of like draw out a story. Right. Big yeah. shrug. Um, I really like when people can wrap up their plot lines and not have to like, not have to revisit the same well, but at the same time, like Black Mirror, I think is probably a good example of this. Like a lot of good ideas. So they don't have to make pieces connected and they also don't have to just inject a bunch of filler. Now, Black Mirror may actually have a lot of filler. I have not watched a lot of it, <laughs> but at the same point, like there's a lot of good stuff in there too. So you don't have to, um, like, I don't know why there are still amnesia games. Like, are they, do they still have a story to tell? Maybe I haven't played the last one, so I couldn't, I couldn't say yet, but I think they're just kind of riding the coattails of the first one is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where it falls in the timeline of like, oh, people are playing, getting into and streaming spoopy games. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just landed at a good time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't know if it could ever be as impactful as the first. No. Like legitimate mystery and not knowing is significantly scarier than knowing that's the lesson from amnesia (laughs) amnesia too i still don't know what's going on and amnesia too i refuse to remember (laughs) or amnesia three i refuse to remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah forgetful forgetful boogaloo (laughs) also if you ever have to be like here's a heavy-handed story Mm -hmm. your story sucks because you're forcing me to listen to it versus encouraging me to that's true yeah in the same way like when you have beer commercials is a great fucking example. Do you know mm. who has beer commercials? Bud Light, Coors, <laughs> the people who need to fucking market to be like, hey, <laughs> please buy our beer. You know, the right. people who don't, smaller breweries who probably can't afford it, but also yeah. like <laughs> they're known for like, oh, they're a good beer. Like Dogfish, Dogfish mm. is always going to be doing okay. People know who they are. They like their beer. They like their taste. Yeah, And it kind of passes around through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It speaks quietly, so you kind of lean in and listen, you know? Yeah, I think I think that's a fair way to put it. It's also, it's hard to continually make scary games in the same series with the same impact. Um, it is, because, like, let's say you start out Jump Scare. Mm-hmm. You can't do Jump Scare in the second one. Yeah, You kind of have to mix it up. Oh, let's go more cerebral. Let's go like psychological horror. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now what? Right. I don't know. It's yeah. it's a weird line to try and walk for sure. Uh, I just don't think this is the route to go. Yeah. There's definitely still cool, narratively interesting experiences like to be had. That uh, I mean, we've covered a lot of them. Soma jumps to mind immediately. Like doesn't always have to be scary but sometimes just like psychological questions are scary too because i don't like to think <laughs> that's the, the, the takeaway how's it going today dave oh bro uh, <laughs> oh, uh. i'm spiraling <laughs> <laughs> starting on hard mode tonight <laughs> um yeah I guess this is probably lighter, though unless you always also classify it as psychological horror i see you put sonic as a whole yeah um <laughs> sonic fucking sucks i've never been a huge fan of the series <laughs> sonic adventure battle 2 will always be a weird fun nostalgic memory for me and it's me me as all, all hell mm-hmm. but if you remember classic sonic 
It was side-scrolly, jumpy, had upbeat, cool music. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, what if we went to a 3D space? And now you start putting a persona on the character of Sonic. Mm-hmm. And you start doing these like janky fucking plot lines. You're like, oh, well, I mean, if Sonic can speak, so can fucking everybody else. <laughs> um, and it just I goes think- in like this weird fucking direction. Do you remember Sonic 06? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Game Grumps playing that for like a hundred and sixty <laughs> something episodes? Uh, jump skipping, <laughs> jump pause skipping through levels. It was, <laughs> it's fucking insane. Like yeah. I don't even know what that IP is anymore mm-hmm. or was. It's just, I feel like it it's tried being... to modernize, but then fucked up consistently, and just has people who are like, I like Sonic more than I like Mario, and you're like, cool. Mm-hmm. Then they put him in Smash Ultimate, and that's his that's his revitalization. This is what happens if your game series dies, you need revitalization. Snake, Banjo Kazooie, Sonic, come to Smash. We'll take your broken. We'll take your unwashed and unwanted. <laughs> Fucking a. Oh my gosh! Just Mario is Statue of Liberty right up there, <laughs> inviting people to New Donk City. <laughs> Hear me out. Minecraft, Steve, Min Min, Terry, yeah. Byleth. Say goodbye, Fire mine. Emblem. I think you're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, sorry, Persona. <laughs> and, you know, having released the most successful game you've ever released. I don't know, Jake. <laughs> Have it. they made a Persona 6? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it's probably in the works. It'll come out 17 years from now. Um, Do you have yeah, anything? I mean, that's fair. I'm just talking about things that, like, I remember liking it upon a time or uh-huh. rating and then it just kind of went off the rails yeah i was still thinking about sonic honestly like yeah. i like sonic but most of my happy experiences are in past sonic i don't like him in smash what's the last sonic game you played that you enjoyed generations like actually played um i mean i played the the steam re-release with some of their stuff which was like sonic 2 and sonic 3 tails and knuckles sonic 3 and knuckles and knuckles what it's called yeah and knuckles. <laughs> and knuckles yeah so you're talking um, about like the sega mega library i do like the sega ones okay um if, if i if i go back far enough like i also played sonic r and i thought that was fine i feel like if i went back now i may have a different impression than i had at the time when i was like 13 years old or whatever come but. on now race everybody's <laughs> Great songs, great unlocks, oh but God. man, not like a good game. No, like but holy play. shit, I remember what? that music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. But I mean, Sonic has kind of been in that space of, in the same way Mario has got kind of been put into like many different hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've tried to do a lot of things with Sonic. Like they had a Sonic fighting game, yeah. they had Sonic racing, mm-hmm. they had Sonic racing, but they're in cars this time. Sonic and Mario with the Olympics. Game. Yeah. Like it's it was popular enough of a thing that they tried to put it into different spaces and kind of see where it landed, but it still had enough of a following where you it couldn't really fail. Right. It was nice that like after Nintendo murdered Sonic's parents in the form of Sega, Mario came along and was like, No, you come with me. <laughs> and now now Sonic's in like basically in Nintendo's game. <laughs> There's a me- there's meta story going on between a lot of these characters. Let's uh, let's theory craft a video game plot for what is okay. actually canon in the video game universe. Not now. 
Okay. We'll have like a whole <laughs> ranty episode and I will be off my tits. That's fair. That's fair. Um, speaking of off of your tits, uh, love to see Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it was gonna it was gonna go to literally anything in the list. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Dragon Age, Dragon Age Two, and Inquisition. I put on this list. Um, Dragon Age Origins was amazing because usually Bioware makes pretty good games when they start an IP. I'm not counting Anthem in this. <laughs> um, but uh, it was like super great. It returned to classic RPGs, isometric. It felt kind of like a, a D&D type game or like Baldur's Gate. Um, honestly, this is in the modern age, the closest thing that's come to Divinity uh, for actually being a like workable single player RPG um, that represents those old types of games. But what are they? And then they're like, we don't like that anymore. <laughs> what did they fuck up so bad in Inquisition? Well, first they went to two, which was um, instead of this kind of open world sort of, well, not open world, but pick where you want to go in these small areas type game. Two takes place entirely in a city. And it's an interesting idea where they're like, hey, we're just going to have time progress in the city as you do stuff. But it meant like you weren't going at any point outside of or under the city to explore interesting locations or explore the world or anything like that. Um, And they focus more on like combat and I don't know. There's a lot of reasons two didn't do so great. Um, And inquisitions is the continuation of that. They, They kind of tried to bring it all together and I think it's an okay game. Uh, one of the friends of the show <laughs> uh, lost his save midway through and lost like 30 hours of playtime or whatever. So maybe he has a different opinion on it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I think it could have been a contender. It, it could, yeah, it could have been a contender. Divinity kind of shook things up a little bit, I think. And I don't know if people would go back to this kind of game anymore. Because um, it's just not really as good. Yeah, I feel like any of those types of single player RPGs need to have first good writing. Holy shit. I will play some janky ass games if the writing is good. And then if you just have decent mechanics on top of that. Oh, mm, mm, great choice. Yeah. I mean, Bioware's usually had pretty good writing, but like they started condensing all of their choices into this like stoic sarcastic or like antagonistic uh yeah personality thing and as i've said before sarcastic is always the right answer did bioware also do mass effect they did yes ah Uh, yeah and i honestly think mass effect even with the crap the last one got for the ending is a much better smooth arc for a series than dragon age was um but like I've heard about Dragon Age and they had they went through a lot of crunch uh, for the end of it and they were kind of disappointed when it actually sold better than two. Uh, some of the developers were because they were like, oof. Higher ups are just going to see this and think crunch works. Yeah. And so there's a cost there. But yeah, Mass Effect is Mass Effect is also there for um, basically like having a full-on victory lap where everyone was with you 
and then just like collapsing <laughs> right before the end, <laughs> just like tripping over their legs, rolling comically, and then just falling flat. Um, so much so that they came back and actually changed the ending for the game. <laughs> if you ever have to go back and revise something, it's because you really fucked up the first time. Because um, yeah. usually companies do not operate that way unless they have a lot of fucking backlash from people who are their prospective buyers or clientele. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty huge. Because usually it's kind of oh, be like, and eh, fuck you, you buy it anyway. <laughs> I didn't even think of Andromeda. I was thinking of Mass Effect 3, but like... I was, I was thinking of Andromeda. <laughs> yes, Andromeda. I actually played in beat Andromeda, and it's got pretty good combat, but man, there's a lot of problems with that game. <laughs> and it unfortunately just didn't really bring enough together that I think that there will, will be more Mass Effect games. I think legitimately that could just be the end of the Mass Effect series. Ready to be wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong and they make good games, but yeah well i think bioware is now making they were calling it like a mix of like uh halo and destiny sorry not halo um diablo and destiny this is an anthem though this it was is a type else. of looter shooter hmm it might be anthem might be something um, else yeah I, the last i heard of was anthem Apparently they have, I just looked it up real quick. They have a, lot, a bunch of games in the pipe. Um, about all of the genre, the games we just listed, actually. Dragon Age, New Mass Effect, TVA. Man, and, we'll see how uh, those Anthem. go. But yeah, I mean, you could almost, you could kind of put Broken Succession, Game Company, Bioware on the list a little bit. Um EA's sort of continued the habit of picking up game developers and then them not releasing their best stuff ever again. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Mass Effect 2 was really good. 3 was also pretty good. I almost feel like a parent in a way, kind of looking mm. at these. Because like you have somebody who like achieves something great, and you're like, I expect great things from you. And then you mm. watch them continue to fuck up their life again and again and again. I'm like, this is my child. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're like, I want to support you, but you need to step toward to me. Right. Like you gotta meet me halfway, meet me in the middle. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave you on your own. Um, I'm gonna give you some pamphlets. This is not mm. how to parent, by the way, as a a, right. a little disclaimer, but you come here for video game advice, not parenting advice. These are opposite sides of the spectrum. Um, for parenting advice, please visit our other podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soapstone Popcast. <laughs> yeah. I need a bit no, of there. That's fair. I, I, I think like... I think like mediocre games happen sometimes. It's just... I don't know. I'm trying to think of an overarching good uh, summary point <laughs> to kind of wrap out on and things in common here. Everybody fucks up sometimes, but as mm. I've said time and time again, listen to your fucking audience. That's true. Because like the people who enjoy a certain series, like what I was talking about with Mega Man, it's fun action, cool bosses, tight platforming. Yeah. That's all it's been. It's been like a pretty short game overall. But mm -hmm. like they've repeated that model and people like that. 
keep doing that. Build upon right. it. Um, same with Pokemon, same with Animal Crossing, same with like Dark Souls and the FromSoft games. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing and they keep doing that and they do it well and they keep expanding right. upon it. Don't make hard right fucking turns for no fucking reason. Um, <laughs> also, maybe QA your shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's really what that's it. That I would I would second that. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do a hard right turn, think about how it could be a different IP. I get that like in the back financial stuff is like if we put Mega Man's face on this, it's gonna sell more than if we put like KK Slider's face on it or whatever. I don't know. Oh bro, that is it. not true. KK <laughs> would be making fucking bank. <laughs> All right, insert a character who is also in the Mega Doctor Light. There you go. Um like it, it can be a different IP if you're gonna like massively divert from the gameplay, and that's okay. Um, but you know, always make sure that you're developing with respect to everything that's come up to that point. If people were playing the previous game in the series, they probably enjoyed the mechanics and they want to see elaboration on that, not uh, a racing game <laughs> instead of you know your your stealth espionage game yeah <laughs> i i would almost say try not to culturally appropriate an ip hmm. like you know when somebody's doing like a shallow imitation of something or hmm. they're just using the namesake yeah no that's fair that is entirely fair we're back to metal gear survive <laughs> <laughs> i know i know yeah you can no, always it's... come back to shitting on certain games because they it's it was that bad it's pretty much it's the best example on this list by far. I still have hope for a lot of the IPs that we covered, and I hope that they come back and have really cool entries um, and uh, good ideas. But make sure the good idea exists first. Make sure the gameplay loop is fun and is respectful to the type of tone that you've already set in the series. Um and make sure that you're not dumbing everything down for no reason. <laughs> Don't Game of Thrones final season again. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> Freebie. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us, in which case, you know, there's always an option. Oh, we'll, we'll change our opinion on a dime. <laughs> uh, instantly. <laughs> as a dime is a form of payment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will change our opinion for a dime. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but question did we did we miss any you tell us we don't know what you're fucking thinking unless you communicate which is what we've been talking about at our therapist um Mm -hmm. thank you for going with us we really appreciate uh you coming with us for our combined growth as a couple uh Mm -hmm. and as a community truly do appreciate that it's real nice uh do you want me to do it? I'll do it. Uh, if you want to send in thoughts about uh, uh, episodes, if you want to publicly or pri- or privately, in this case, criticize us, you could do so at our Gmail. It's episodepodcast at gmail.com. Just be like, I'm not here for you guys crapping all over my franchises. Um, I love Mass Effect. That's fine. Um, you can send that into us there. If you want to publicly state an opinion that is acceptable socially widely, you can do so on Facebook at facebook.com slash uh, Podcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. <laughs>